It's not time to go home now. It's time to... <laughs> we'll talk about another go. Matthew 28 verse 16. Matthew 28 verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which God has appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority, somebody shout, all authority, has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore, somebody shout, go, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And I trust that this word is going to challenge you today. Can I see who of you are saved? You are a child of God. You are going to heaven. Okay, I'm, re I'm preaching to the right people. I'm so glad. My question is, what is God's kingdom expecting from you? If you say, I'm a child of God. If you say, I belong to the kingdom because you have been taken out of the kingdom of darkness and now you are in the kingdom of light. You are in that new kingdom. So he said, all authority belongs to him. So if all authority belongs to him, you are under his authority. So he has the right to command certain things and expect certain things from you. You are not just saved from something, you are saved for something. You are not just saved from sin, you have been saved for something. And we're going to talk about it today. Because now you are in the kingdom, and all authority belongs to you, are under His command. Say with me, I must obey. And we've spoken last time about it. We have the kingdom, but there's the visible image of the kingdom is the church. And I say to you that the local community of people who put themselves under the lordship of Jesus Christ who met regularly and who were learning to live by the life of their king and express that life in visible ways. Somebody say, the church. They were always, there's the kingdom that is invisible, but we see the church is the visible. The church is the sign, the instrument, and it's the taste, the foretaste of the kingdom. Can I say it again? The church is a sign, an instrument, a foretaste of the kingdom. So, and we understand everything belongs to him I under his authority. Everything, somebody shout everything, belongs to him. And let me just talk to you for a moment. You know, nowadays people are struggling with tithing. There's some pastors that are telling about tithing is not, it's Old Testament. And let me talk to you for a moment. Because everything belongs to him. Can we talk, church? Can we talk today? Everything belongs to him. And I understand. Okay, let us say 10% is old covenant. In the new covenant, everything belongs to him. So if you struggle with 10%, what are you going to do when you expect everything? In my 26 years, there's a young rich ruler. God said, give everything. In my 26 years of ministry, ne I've never seen anybody giving everything. But we are quick to say 10%. The ex maybe the questions you are asking is just because you've got um, excuses why not to give. I wonder. Uh, uh, 
Come on, you said, I belong to Jesus, I'm saved, and I'm under His authority. But don't, don't talk about money. I know, give your time, give everything. But apart, He will expect, sometimes, He will expect you, you to give. And if you struggle with 10%, some of you are struggling with 1%. Brother, awesome testimony. Awesome. And, but maybe God is wise, it's a good start, 10%. Maybe God is telling you, Give um, 90% and live on 10%. But we get um, angry. These preachers, 10%. Now they expect 10%. It's nothing. He wants everything. And he'll probably say, keep, but use it for my kingdom. If you see the need, do something about it. And some, some will say, you know, no, they just, it's just to make the pastor richer. I can tell you, I know some pastors, and sometimes you see them, and you think, no, uh, they j- it just happened. I know the men closest to me, Dr. Leon and Prophet Didi, it's people that are living, they are givers. Dr. Leon blessed this church with 15 students to study. He blessed us. That he's a giver. Now you look at his life, and you think, oh, it's wonderful. It not just happened. Prophet Diddy, he, he told me when they were still in Bethlehem starting the church, he and his wife, Sis, and you know, in the na- Prophet Diddy is a wealthy man. But, oh, he's just lucky. No, he said they sold scrap in the beginning just to get money, extra money. But, you know, they didn't start there. It's not just giving. You need to apply the principles. I remember when we started, we didn't have much. We believed every month to pay our school fees for our children. But you know what? Madeleine didn't, she st- while we were at the ministry, she was working at the chemist, selling paintings. See, it's one thing, I'm just giving, and I'm hoping, no, you do something. It's more than just giving. You need some wisdom. Do, th- do what you can do. But I'm, I'm here, what I'm saying, that you are under His authority. And he will expect, if you struggle with 10%, what will you do when he says, give 20? When he says, give 30? So if they expect 10%, just be happy. That's a good deal. That's a good start. Because at the end, in the new dispensation, new covenant, he says, give everything. And when you are part of the kingdom, now you're part of a church and you covenant with a church that you say, um, God will use me because if you look around, there's so much need. And we are reaching out to schools. We're going to schools Tuesday night, Dal. Um, Wednesday, it's Marble Hall. Now we do a school, um, Camp F, reaching out. There's a pastor, Pastor, pastor Benjamin, on a Thursday, he goes to that to that school preaching there. Friday we go to that school. We are doing something in this community. We help where we can. And we need to do something. And everything you do is helping us. You know, I'm believing that we can give. And I said to somebody um, that there's some men in the ministry that need a car. Where's that person that can say, here's not a very good car, but here it is. I bless the church with it. Okay, let us get the mechanics. Let us fix that car and sew that car. Let us do something for the kingdom. Get a new mindset. But I'm speaking to you, and today I want to ask you, what is our mission? If you say, I'm, in, I'm part of the kingdom, 
and parting of the kingdom, you will be part of a church doing something. But what is our mission? Why are we here? See, your mission determines what we measure. What do we measure? In this church, do we measure how many people are coming on a Sunday? And it's a good indication, but is that our measurement of success? Is our measurement that we say, how many tithes came in this Sunday? I don't think so. We must change that mindset. Because there's in a house, there's a lower level and there's a higher level. The lower level of a house is determined by the place. You say, oh, it's the, the place. We're talking now about the church. A church is a family, it's a house. There's a lower level and there's the, you need the lower level. Are you with me? We need the church. But you will come to a church, the lower level is, it's the place. You say, it's close to us, I like the place, it's a nice building, I'm going to that place. Then there's the personality, I like the preacher. I'm going there, he doesn't preach too bad, okay, I'll go to that church. It's about the personality. Then it's the program. Maybe a good um, children's church program, I like their worship. And then there's the people. There's some friends of mine. That's why I go. But that, that is lower level. That's provision. That's providing. But there's a higher level. Somebody say the next level. That is the unique call of the church and to make disciples. I'm asking you this morning. Are we a force in the community or are we just an event in a building? I'm going to change your mind. You need to be ready. Because we are not here just to have an event in a building. <clears throat> and you need to understand what is happening the last few years about COVID and what happened to the church. If you want to be a chess player, a good chess player, remove the queen and play the game until you've mastered the game without the, the, the queen. And then you put the queen back. And then you play. What will happen if we remove Sunday services? Can the church still go on? Apostle Few challenged us and he says, there's difficult times coming that they, in years to come, they will prevent us, trying to prevent the church to come together. Are we ready? The church were not ready for lockdown. But I'm here, I said over and over, I'm not here to inform you, I'm here to prepare you. To understand what is our mission, why are we here, are we still on the lower level where, it go, where it's about the people, the program, the personality, the place. Or are we going to a high, what is God's unique call for this church and the call of making disciples. So what is our mission? Here it is. How many disciples are being made? This is the mission. It says, go and make disciples. So that's the mission. Who's in the kingdom? Okay, who is making disciples? Okay. That's the challenge. That's for everyone. If you say, I'm a child of God, this is our mission. But don't get confused the methods and the model with the mission. You can have a black cat or a white cat as long as it catches mice. Hello. 
We don't care about the model or the method as long as we are making disciples. Because that's the measurement. That's what's determined if we are successful. Because what is a disciple? Somebody shout, I'm a disciple. A disciple is a devoted follower of Christ. I tell are you a disciple? Not just a convert. Are you a disciple? It's one who hears and obeys Jesus. Can we talk about, uh, talk about a disciple? They spend time in the Word. Some of you are quick to say, I'm a disciple. I wonder, do you spend time in the Word? Do you obey God and deny yourself? Are you serving God and serving others? Are you sharing Christ? Are you exercising your faith? Are you seeking God? Are you building relationships? And are you unashamed? Hello, disciple. Are you still a disciple? Because that is what must happen. I challenge this church. You need to be a disciple. Are you a disciple? Jesus said, make disciples. But you cannot make disciples until you are a disciple yourself. Be a disciple. But here's the next level. What I'm challenging the church today. Growing up to maturity is one thing. We said in this church, um, we are a trained and mature army of disciples that will change the world. That's what, we, that's what we are. We need to be trained. We need to be matured. We need to be disciples. And disciples change the world. And how do they do, do it? Grow up to maturity is one thing. Raising someone else to maturity is another matter. Some of you are struggling just to get yourself mature. When are we going to come to that place that we will fulfill the mission? Somebody said, if you are a follower of Christ, who's the followers of Christ? But helping, but not helping others become followers of Christ. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm saying I'm going to get close to you. That chair of you is going to get very hard this morning. I'm here to remind you your mission we're not here to play church. We are here, and you need to intentionally enter into someone's life to help them know and follow Jesus and teach them to obey His commandments. Are you doing that? If you say you are a disciple, you will make disciples of other people. Who's your disciple? I must, in the next weeks that come, I must stop you. If you say, I'm a world shaker, I will ask you, where's your disciple? Some of you, but I'm not qualified. If you are in the kingdom, God is living on the inside of you. And you can help somebody. Spend time in the word. How can you take somebody with me and say, God, let me help you in the word. Let us pray together. Let us walk together and make that difference. But see, the problem is we've left church to the professionals. You come on a Sunday and you come and look on the stage and see how we do it. We are the spectators looking how the professionals are doing it. And I say it's wrong. And we must change and break that mindset in the church once and for all. And begin to come to church. Not just come to see how ministry is done and watch. We need to change it. You do it and we will help you.
That's the model. We will help you living out your calling. I want to say success is not building a mega church. And I want to say if we follow this pattern, this movement, you will see increase. But we are not after a mega church. We want to grow a healthy church with maturing, replicating disciples. Then we are successful. A healthy church makes disciples. And he's challenging us. We are not yet to gather an audience. We are yet to empower an army. And the army is saying, it's time to go. Come on, give somebody a high five next to you and tell them, it's time to go. He gave you the command. Go, go, do what? Go and make disciples. If you are not making disciples, what are you doing? Who is your disciple? Who are we empowering? Can I say, many of you don't need more Bible study. Just go and do what you know. You are waiting forever and ever and ever and ever for the right sign, for the word from heaven. Here's the word of heaven. Go. Your authority in this church is releasing you and says, it's time to go. No, I'm waiting for another word. I don't know about this. As you go, you will grow. But it's time to take action. I put it on Facebook. Action cures fear. If I'm afraid to jump, I must get to the point of no return. I must jump. I'm afraid. I cannot. But the moment I, I cure my fear, it's time that you will step out. Some of you are, you know Bible verses after Bible verses. You listen to this and you're in church, but you are doing nothing. Who are you busy discipling? Are you doing your mission? Are you doing what heaven is expecting of your kingdom? You are under his authority. And you said everything belong, belongs to you. He's saying to us, it's time to go. Somebody said, it's time to go. So we, I say to you, please. Please. Sometimes in church we say, please come. We've got the best children's church. The best word, please come. Sometimes you say, please stay. Everything is going to be okay. Don't go away. Please stay. I'm here to say, please go. Please go. Tell the person next to you, please go. I'm not going home now or go. I say, please go. Go and be that disciple. Go and, and make that difference where you are. Because we need a church that are trained. I'm not here to just teach you some church tricks like a dog. Okay, turn around. <laughs> Great, doggy. Here's a bone. Oh, you're giving your tithes. Wonderful. <laughs> We're not here to church to teach you church tricks. We are here to train you. And now we're happy when people just show up on a Sunday. Wonderful, doggy. You are an army that needs to go and make it, and the ability is on the inside of you. But the question is, are you trained, or are you training, or are you just trying? Whoever did the comrades. Comrades, the running race. Comrades. Okay, whoever have run five kilometers. Okay, five. Ten. Fifteen. Twenty. How much? 50. Hey, give her a hand. 50 kilometers. Hey. But 
that you just decide, I'm just going to try and run that. If you want to run a 50 kilometers race, I want to tell you, you will train. You will not try. If you want to play the piano, you don't try the piano, you train for the piano. And we need trained people. And I want to say, you cannot try to follow Jesus. You need to, to be trained. See, to be trained takes discipline, repetition, progression, modeling, practice, evaluation, and accountability. You cannot try a life that reflects the character and the competencies of Jesus without training. Don't try Jesus. It takes training. And I'm calling for people in this hour, we are going to make a difference. But it will take committed disciples that know I am a disciple. I'm sold out. Everything belongs to, belongs to him. I'm unashamed. And our mission is go and be a disciple maker. Go and make that difference. But some of us, we are reading, go into all the world and make church attenders, baptizing them in laziness and comfort and teach them to volunteer 10 hours a month. The kingdom asks more. I wonder what are you doing for the kingdom? I know in my life I've sacrificed, I've paid and did something. Nobody rewarded me, nobody acknowledged it, but I'm doing it for the kingdom. Some of you are helpers. Some of you are working behind at the media. Some of you are coming on a Wednesday and, um, and you're sacrificing. You're doing it for the kingdom. If nobody recognizes, you're doing it for the kingdom. But nowadays, once a month coming to church, one, one and a half hour, <sighs> so much. They expect so much of me. The church, I must do it. For who are you living? Some of you, I'm not coming Wednesday. It's load shedding. It's load shedding. I wonder, there's other people in other countries. They will risk their life to get to a group and, and walk at night. Being, they could be put in jail, but you, you just complain about load shedding. Amper sê, ek sies man. The Afrikaans want to understand me now. But we don't want to sacrifice. It's costing you. I'm so busy and I understand your life is busy. What, what are you doing for the kingdom? Because everything, I'm, I'm not doing it for myself. I'm here for the kingdom. And it's expect, I will sacrifice. I will lay down my life. If it asks me my time, I'll give time. I'll ask me money, I'll give money. If it asks my resource, I will do it. My talents, I will not be silent. And my mission is, I want to make a disciple. Yes, and it will cost you time. Yes, that disciple will call you and have questions and say, spend time, I'm disappointed, I want to give up, and you need to get into your car, and you need to ride there and pray with that disciple. I want to say, that's what's changing lives. But now you're waiting for the professional. You're asking me, Pastor, why, why is the chair so empty? I want to tell you, what are you doing? Why do you look at the professionals? If you understand the kingdom... Or you phone me, Pastor, that person has got a problem. I see he's not coming to church. Why are you not going? Why do you not be that disciple that will sit down with that person and say, come on, what's wrong? 
I'm going to pray you out of your doubt. Pray you out of your, out of your fear. Pray you out of your, con- your confusion. I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to fight. This is what's going to happen in church. We need to understand the, cho- the choice is easy. Change or die. The church, the years that we are going into, I want to challenge you, it's not going to be easy years. Or we can change or we're going to die. And we can come to church every Sunday and have a show here and you look and you are sitting there doing nothing, waiting for the next anointing, waiting for the next um, thing to happen in your life. God says, this is my mission. If you are saying you are a disciple, my question, the kingdom asks, who are you making a disciple? And like I said, you say, I don't have the ability. God says, step out and start reaching out. There's somebody that needs you. Somebody with, you've got a testimony. You've got the word of God on the inside of you. Who's coming to this church for the last five years? Two years. Okay. Now, hopefully you've learned something. Even if you just take the sermon that I preach and take something out and say, I don't know much, but I'm here. At the end, people just need somebody with them to help them to encourage. You don't have to know everything. You can make a difference. You can be that person that can change things. Because I'm asking you, are you a spider or are you a starfish? See, a spider, if you cut off his head, it will not live. You've taken the, I don't know how big a spider's brain is, but if you cut off his head, he's dead. They say if you cut a starfish in half and you throw one piece that side and one piece that side, it will become a new starfish. On the inside of that starfish cells is the ability to regenerate itself. When you cut off the head of a, of a spider, it dies. I wonder if the leadership of this church suddenly disappear. What will happen? What if they say to us, no more services on a Sunday? What is going to happen? Are you a spider? Or are you a starfish? And I'm here to tell you, we need to, to infiltrate, be in this um, whole community, people that, that needs to be, I'm a disciple, and I'm making other disciples. I wonder who's going to be a testimony in this time and season that you will have a group of people. Some of you are supposed to have your own connect group, a group of disciples. And wonder what will happen if those five people make another five people. In a moment, I want to tell you, um, Losco Valley will be changed. But now you're looking and you're waiting. Oh, we want for revival. Revival. Let the revival come. I want to say I'm giving you what revival can do. Something that will be sustainable is when you, when you take up your responsibility. Child of God, you are under the kingdom. And the king is saying to you, go and make disciples. And if you don't do it, you are disobedient. No more excuses. Somewhere there's somebody. I want to challenge you this the rest of this year, get somebody and say, I will, be, I will make you a disciple. Because they say everybody that have been born again, the research shows it's because they know somebody that are a follower of Christ. 
There's friends around you that don't know Jesus. They are going to hell. What are you doing? Are you going to, to intentionally move into their lives and say, you need God. Keep on praying for them. Be and believe God that they will turn. And when they turn, you'll walk with them. Not bringing them to church. Okay, pastor, it's your problem. It's the leadership problem. It's certain, see if you can get him to maturity. No, take up your responsibility. Make a decision. I'm, I am a disciple, and I will be making disciples myself. See what will happen. See what will happen. I want to show you a video. I show it to some of the leadership. It speaks about leadership, but I want to take it the same idea of the, one disciple can start a movement. One disciple can start a movement. Look at this. I wonder is there some low nuts that will start something. It starts with somebody that will say, I will be a disciple. And then you make one disciple. And that disciple is making another disciple. And then you start a movement. It will change a life. It will change the lives and it will bring a movement. I'm here to declare to you, this is the beginning of a movement. That we are taking up our responsibility, no more excuses. Because heaven is waiting for you. Heaven is waiting for you to say yes. Even if you are like that, that guy dancing and everybody's, but keep on. Do somebody, one disciple, one disciple. And that one disciple is making another disciple. And we will infiltrate. And then we don't have to worry. Whatever comes in the future, if there's persecution, we will go on. Because you are connected. Connected. And the enemy is trying to take you out. But if you're not connected, it will be easy to steal you. If, if there's no connection... And this man is not connected to somebody and you are all busy. I can easily, and say you are distracted, easily steal him away. Nobody will know. But just take hands. Just take hands, somebody next to you. But when you are connected, keep you connected, I'm going to steal you now. But even if he's distracted, the moment I want to steal him, they will, okay, something's happening. I wonder how you're connected. People are disappearing because they are not connected. And when we're connected to each other, we will know what is happening and we will be there. Come on. You're not going to give up. You're not going to um, um, end your life. You're not going to give up on your business. And speaking, but we are waiting for the professionals to come. Another prophetic word, another this, another that. You've got it. God wants to use you. Be that voice in that person's life and make that decision that I will be a disciple maker. This is what heaven is expecting of you. And this is what we need to respond to. And when we are connected, when we are um, standing together, nothing can stop us. Even if they try, if they cut off the head, we are like a starfish. If you cut us, we'll just go on. We'll just grow more. We are just growing more. See what will happen in this Roscoe Valley when we are in that place.
Can we stand, please? See, understand, we don't determine the seating capacity. This church will follow the sending capacity. We are sending you. Go. Go into your communities. That's why uh, we spoke Wednesday night. We are starting a connect group, Sia Bushwa, uh, extension six. But at Nink. And there's another one, Koteng. We're starting. We're starting a connect group there. And maybe you are waiting. Send the pastor to start. No, where you are, start a group. Where you are. All over. They are not going to silence us. Doesn't matter what is happening. In the, they will not silence us. And we will be there, connected. Even if they say you cannot come together on a Sunday. We are so connected. One phone call from me can tell everybody what is happening. Everybody. We are connected. We are flowing. We are ready for the, for the future. And I want to say, you will miss out if you are not connected. But the greatest joy in your life will be the moment you understand. It's wonderful to grow to maturity. But when you help somebody else grow to maturity, it will change your life. If you want to have Christianity on steroids, do that. Some of you are so preached up. You don't need another sermon. Take what you've got and give it. And then when you come on a Sunday, you come empty. But some of you say this is, is full. You come on a Sunday, you are full. God cannot put something in. You go, I received nothing. Yeah, it's because you're so full. Full of yourself. But when you've poured out what you've received, now on a Sunday, I'm come, I come empty and say, God, fill me again. God, I can do it. But what are you pouring into somebody else? Somebody's dying. Somebody's um, want to give up on their life. And you walk past them. And you're so busy with your own life. And you are happy just to go on a Sunday to church. Oh, we felt the anointing. And now you're, uh, you're feeling so good. Everything is not about you. Are oh, you receiving everything. Some of you, you eat Sunday. Yum, 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 yum. You eat and you eat and you're happy. Fold. Shame. Shame if you keep it for yourself. You receive. God says be a blessing. That's what he called you. Are you the Dead Sea? Why is the Dead Sea dead? He's got an inflow, but there's no outflow. You get the Sea of Galilee. We were at the Sea of Galilee. You, there's an inflow and there's an outflow and the water is fresh. Then you go down to the Dead Sea. There's an inflow, but there's no outflow. Are you dead? And I can tell you, you are spiritually dead because you're just receiving, but you're not giving. Disciple... It's time to make other disciples. That's what your father expects from you. I hope you respond to this call. Close your eyes. I hope you heard the passion in my heart. I'm, I'm here to prepare you. But I want you to understand a new mindset about church. You're not here to come to be entertained. We're not here to entertain you. We are here to prepare you. 
to raise an army of disciples that are maturing, that will go and change the world. And you change the world by making other disciples. Are you taking up that call? And I know you say, I'm not qualified. You are qualified. If you child of God, and the Spirit of God is living on the inside of you, disciple, go. I command you, I anoint you today to go. And see what will happen. Just raise your hands. Father, I pray for this church. I pray that you will release a company of disciples. Just look at me for a moment. Disciple, if you are not baptized, you need to be baptized. If you are not baptized with the evidence of speaking in tongues, you need to, be bap- to speak in other tongues. Because you will need the filling of the Holy Spirit to help you to make disciples. So if you are a disciple and you raise your hand and say, I belong to the kingdom, and you're not baptized, and you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, come. Tell us, I need to be baptized. I want to be a disciple. God equip me. I want to be trained. And we, will, you, we, we say in this church, um, know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, make a difference. That's our steps. There's a growth track that we will, you go to new members. Then we teach you um, to understand your gifts. And, and, and then you will t- train you as a leader. And then we will send you. Come and say, I want to be a disciple. We will train you, but I'm not here to, to say, look at us and see how we do, do it. We are there to help you. Father, I pray that there will be a call. That we, there will be a response to, the, to this call. And that we will not take it lightly. But today, we will respond as disciples that says, God, my life will be different. And, and my success will be I'm making other disciples. Father, I thank you for increase. I thank you for faith that will arise in our hearts. And I thank you that this community will never be the same. I declare this is the time for a move of God. And we're waiting for the move. God is waiting for you to move. You were praying, God, move. God says, here's the answer. There can be a move. God is waiting for you to move. If you don't move, nothing else will move. God is waiting for you to move. And Father, we respond, I pray, that we will respond to that call. You could put your hands down. Maybe you're standing here. If you're not a child of God, it's time to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. To surrender. And if you've done that, you need to be a disciple. And I've talked to you about being a disciple. But then I challenge you, go and make disciples. Just once again, raise your right hand. Father, and I release in this day, People that will make disciples. Take away the fear. Take away the voices of inadequacy and the feeling that they cannot do it. I pray now that you will anoint them. And Father, we send them out to go and make that difference. We declare we are moving. We are not stuck anymore. We will move in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. That's two or three people around you and tell them it's time to go. I'm going to ask you in the coming weeks, where's your disciple? Where's your disciple? Pray God, send somebody. Where's your, and, get, and go and make that difference. Be a disciple. I want to start 
by just getting involved with, with the connect groups at this moment. Maybe when you get involved, you're learning something. And, and we're going to multiply. This church is going to multiply. We're going to plant other churches. It's not by adding, it's by multiplication. Adding is one plus one plus one plus one. Multiplication, one times one times one. And you will see multiplication. We're going to see multiplication. And I declare in this church, because of this authority, that God is going to bring provision into our lives. Let it be known that out of this church, the provision will come. Stop looking to other people. The provision will come. I prophesy. Like a, a pastor Benjamin. He doesn't have a vehicle. Supernatural. Why not? And I believe for every situation in your life. Provision. In supernatural ways. But start somewhere. And be that church. Somebody shout, I'm a world shaker. So bless you. May you have.